once again to the Movement Code Podcast. We're together. We're going to crack the code on movement longevity. I'm so excited about this one today. It is the time of year where all the gyms are bustling. All the CrossFit gyms are getting ready to go. Why it is CrossFit open season. Where we get to test our fitness. Where we get to essentially see the work that we've put in over the last year and what growth we've made, how we've gotten fitter, and essentially where we haven't gotten fitter in some cases, like myself. But today what we're going to go over are three things that are going to ensure that you have your best possible outcome for the CrossFit Open. Now, once again, I always like to go back to this. Who is this podcast for, JC? Movement code, don't get it. I understand you want to talk about movement, longevity, and staying strong, and playing golf. Yep, I want to talk about all those things, because all those things are my passions. And I want to educate people on all those things. But this is essentially for someone that wants to be able to do what they want to do, whether it's cross it, whether it's play golf, whether it's ride a bike, whether it's walk, whether it's pick up their grandkids. This podcast is for those people. So if you know someone in your life that is interested in maintaining their mobility, their bodily autonomy, as I like to say, their movement longevity, I want you to share this with them because it is very important that they hear the best information and I'm here to provide the best information. So without further ado, three things that are going to get you through the CrossFit Open. So we have one week left. So hopefully you've been training. Now's not the time for training tactics, techniques. Now's not the time to all of a sudden get fit. Uh, but now is the time to be smart and trust your training. But there are some things that we can do to make sure that you show your best over the next three weeks. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is ample rest. So if you are someone that likes to lift, have, likes to lift heavy, likes to burn it out, loves to experience that feeling that I just got done with the workout, just dropped the wad. And I am going to, and, and I'm so tired, I'm going to lay down on my back and I just got to get lay here for like 30 minutes to recover. Or you're the person that likes to max out, that likes to push it, that gets up into the 80, 85, 90, 95% range of your max lifts on a regular basis. Now is not the time to do that. So what occurs when you do essentially max effort stuff is you end up, not only is your body being taxed, not only are your muscles being taxed, the tendons, the joints, the ligaments, but your nervous system is also providing the most stimulus out of anything. I'm going to repeat that again. Max effort is a central nervous system stimulus. Essentially, what happens is we are now able to attract more motor units to create more potentiation in our muscles by the signals from the brain. So that is why someone can go from squatting 100 pounds, then very shortly after that, if they're untrained, if they have a very low training age, they can squat maybe 200 pounds within a reasonable amount of time. That has happened, that happened to me. Now, there wasn't a huge change to my body. I was not jacked JC all of a sudden, but what happened was my brain was now able to potentiate create a bigger potential for strength in my muscles. 
Now that takes a lot of neurotransmitters. That takes a lot of work and a lot of recovery within the body. So if we are doing that on a regular basis, we need to make sure that now is the time that we are going to tone it down because you are essentially going to have three workouts in a three week span that are going to be max effort. So that's number one. Let's make sure we get ample rest. And not only that, let's make sure we're resting central nervous system, our brain, in order to make sure that we have the best outcome. All right, number two, even though we're not going to be working out to the same degree that we normally like to, maybe we're not pushing ourselves as hard this week leading into the open, we need to make sure that we are still getting full ranges of motion through our joints because... We want, once again, we want the brain to be very comfortable with our bodies being at end ranges, end range of mobility for us, for each individual. So what that's going to entail is essentially making sure that we're still doing some of our pressing movements, some of our squatting movements, uh, some of our therapy exercises like our functional range conditioning and things like that in order to maintain that connection, that familiarity between the brain and the joints being in end range positions. There, there is no idea for you to hang out on the bike and never get your arms overhead before we do something that's hanging from a bar or doing handstand push-ups. We want our body to be 100% comfortable in those end ranges, and that is why we need to take very good care to make sure that we are getting those end ranges without taxing ourselves too much. Number three, it is very important that we prep our bodies for the specific, the specific workout that we are going to do. So as the workouts are announced, we need to make sure that the prep work that we do for the 30, 30 minutes, 45 minutes before we go into our heat or we go to do our workout, we need to make sure that the prep work is specific. We need to make sure that the heart rate is coming up, the blood's pumping first and foremost. Then we have to start working our way through what the movements are to make sure that we are getting the specific prep that the movements are going to require. So a good example of this, if we are going to have to, let's say we're going to do dumbbell thrusters, which typically end up near the end of an open. We'll see what happens this year. But that is going to require a decent amount of overhead mobility. It's going to require you locking out your shoulders and your elbows, create a nice stack for you to complete a good rep. So we need to make sure that your body is ready for that. One way that I would prep this scenario for this specific movement, after we get our heart rate up, after we get ourselves moving, and that could be with any of our flywheel stuff, then we are going to start working through certain holds, certain carries, certain positions that that movement is going to require. So a very good kind of progression. This is something that I would do. Other people might program it differently, but I would do 90 degree carries with a kettlebell in front of me. That is going to start to prime my front rack to make sure everything's working well. I'm going to be breathing into my upper back. I'm going to make sure I'm creating all the expansion that I know how to do. After that, I might do some handstand holds up against the wall. After that, I might do something like a 90 degree hold, squat down, not pressing up right now because we don't want to tax ourselves too much there, but ultimately finishing with 
I can go through some of these reps at the cadence, at the pace that I'm supposed to do. So we're building up from kind of isometric load. We're building up from um, the bottom end of the position, the upper, the upper end range of the position, some movement in between, and making sure that we are hitting our full range of motion all the time. And we are primed throughout our full range of motion. This is very important not only to get the most out of your workout, but we need to make sure that because for a lot of you, you are going to be sending it. You want to beat previous scores, previous times, and your buddies in the gym. It is paramount that we our bodies are ready to go. And for a bonus section, I'm going to throw this in there because it's super important and no one talks about it. And certainly not in the CrossFit space. But if you've been listening to any of my podcasts in the past, you know I talk a lot about a kind of expansion and compression, the breathing mechanics that go into good movement and create the space for your joints to actually move and achieve in ranges of motion. And for me, the litmus test is always going to be if I can breathe relaxed and normally throughout a motion, throughout a pace, that is going to be the healthiest for me. Now, there probably will come a time, especially if we're really trying to compete trying to nail down some times, trying to trim some seconds off uh, some of our workouts, there will come a time where our breathing is going to become labored. But whenever we're doing our prep work, whenever we are getting into our, into our workouts um, and being judged, it is very, very important that we can maintain the same breath cadence, that you can feel 360 degrees of expansion between your rib cage and your abdomen as you are squatting, as you are pressing, as you're doing burpees even, as you are hinging. So for me, the breath is always the litmus test. It's always going to be the deciding factor of, is this position good for me? Am I bracing properly? Am I creating the right amount of core stability, the right core function here at this point in time? So I want you to think about that. So the bonus, which probably could be the most important, is let's start being very, very cognizant of how we're breathing throughout our movements because we know that if we're, if we're not breathing well, if, we're, if our breathing is not normalized, nothing else uh, movement-wise will be. I hope that this gave you some guidance, some ideas, maybe made you think about something new as we go into prepping for the open. Now, it would be my goal to make sure that everyone in the area, especially all the gyms that I am networking with, that I'm partnering with, that they have a good open for each of their members as well. So if you are listening to this, if you found it interesting, if it made you think, if it gave you some insight that you had never heard before, and if you think it could be valuable to someone that you know, I would love it if you shared this episode with someone that you know for a fact is doing the CrossFit Open. That's the way this podcast is going to grow. That's the way I'm going to reach more people and give them the good news and give them the right stuff. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Looking forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye.